Blog Talk Radio.
church yesterday and the day before, and it looked like no one was there to open the door. I wondered if my brother pastor friend was there. I wanted to just hug Clementa again and to share. I went past the church to be with more of my Charleston Gullah family. I got to a place that I know Clementa would appreciate for true. Because then she'll have been shouting me, and I say hallelujah too. I thought that this was why I didn't need to go in the church door. Since just down the street we praised and fellowshiped some more. I thought to myself I'd call him and another friend when I came back next week. I wanted us to have time together because whenever we got to talk, it was peaceful and sweet. It was always about what we could do to uplift our people together. Yes, Clementa Pinckney was the past and community leader that was there no matter the weather. I still kept wondering if all with him was well because something was speaking to me about him. So I could not believe it when I looked on Facebook and saw a post ever so grim. I had to reread the header for a few before I could click the link because it was just hours before that the Spirit told me to leave Charleston and I left without a blink. I was not blinking to bring, I was now blinking to bring clarity to what was before my eyes and I tried to convince myself not to get upset because on Facebook, folks can post some lies. I turned on the TV and tried to move quickly to find a channel called MSNBC. As soon as I got to it, I saw faces that I know, and I cried out to God, please say it ain't so. They were speaking of nine people having been shot in the church that I pass every day this week, the same church in which I've prayed, sang, and been invited to speak. Before I could focus to read what scrolled by on the screen, I heard words that I know but had to pause to ensure what these words did mean. Nine shot while in Emmanuel AME? No, no. Get for my brother, pastor, friend there, just so he would know that I care. As I thought of this, I heard his name, and another reverend said, we confirm that Senator Clementa Pinckney is one of the nine dead. I heard nothing else that this man said by phone over the broadcast because I had to grab the wall and hold fast. I then grabbed my faith and held on to and prayed to God that this report was untrue. I let the TV stay on the bad news that I rarely watched, listening for a correction. But God was speaking to me and telling me, this is why you wanted to make the connection. I sat down and called family. I sat back and prayed for the nation of Gullah Geechee. I then felt the pain that I would no longer see. My brother, friend, pastor, Clementa Pinckney. Although the Spirit led me to leave Charleston before the gun fired, in these wee hours of the morning I have not yet retired because I'm embracing all of my Charleston family and praying that all that made their crossing this evening will rest peacefully. My family, I love you and I'm here for you as we work together to heal in unity. God, please hold up on a Gullah family and heal. All are we. Good evening and take it, take it to all the children around the world who are tuning in to this show. Special broadcast of Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. We show. This show the Queen quite ahead from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. Coming from the Gullah Geechee Nation. And right now, the heart heavy down. Because he lost not only Brother Commander Pinkney, but plenty of the rest of the Gullah Geechee family in the church. 
I judge me know ever so well. I judge me and shall in for now. And this shall be. We still trying for heal from Brother Walter's God death. Right up the road of peace. From right down down where Emmanuel and me today. Mother Emmanuel. When the oldest church but they in North America. And one of we oldest church. Kalagichi Church. What they write here in the Kalagichi Nation. So this evening, as on a Yeti, when we start the show, because you know this show, we give uplifting to the living legacy and pay ancestral homage. We start off the scene with the name and thing of the people who are now, that the body would have laid down, but may his spirit arise up, or we going dead in the church of city evening. Now I want Hunter for Yeti for true, all he name, so Hunter not forget who he does. As long as you call a man or woman's name, they will live on. Reverend Clementa Pinckney was 41 years old. He was the pastor of Emmanuel AME, and he was a member of the South Carolina Senate. He is married and the father of two children. We also had the Reverend Sharonda Coleman Singleton, who was a high school track coach and the mother of Chris Singleton, who goes to Charleston Southern University. Chris, my heart goes out to you. I pray that, you know, the family continues to embrace you and hold you up. Continue on your journey. Honor your mother's son. God bless you. His librarian, Christine, Cynthia Hurd, who many of you may have seen before because she was the manager at the St. Andrews Regional Library. So all of the Charleston libraries were closed today in honor of Sister Hurd, who was only 54 years old. Tawanza Saunders just graduated from Allen University last year. He was 26. He is a barber, and he is known to be very positive. And so he was trying to protect a family member when this horrific massacre took place and he jumped in front of the bullet to cover the family member. But still, he and the family member were both murdered last night at Emmanuel AME. Sister Myra Thompson was the wife of Reverend Anthony Thompson. He was a vicar of Holy Trinity, REC. Miss Sister Myra was 59 years old. Sister Ethel Lee Lance was actually a sexton at Emmanuel AME for 30 years. 30 years. She was 70 years old. God rest her soul. She gave her life to Christ, and she lived it out in her service to the church. Sister Susie Jackson was the cousin of Sister Ethel Lee Lance. Jackson, Sister Susie Jackson, Mother Susie, was 87, and she was a longtime member of Emmanuel AME, and yet here she was in an evening service, pressing on toward the mark of the higher calling of the Lord. The Reverend Daniel L. Simmons, he is a retired pastor at this point, was 74 years old, and he attended the Bible study every Wednesday at Emmanuel AME, and he's gone now. Also was Reverend DePayne Middleton Doctor. She is 49, has four children, 
that she is left behind. And she just become the director of the Community Development Block Grant Program for Charleston County. She also sang in the church choir. May she now, along with everyone else, sing in the heavenly choir with God and the angels. May they rest peacefully in honor of them all, and especially my friend, Clementa Pinkney, pastor, senator, God servant, community servant. Please, Lord, help them all to lay down body.
and may all of them lay down peacefully and may the families rise up, stand together, united, uplift one another. May we come together throughout the Gullah Geechee Nation. It's sad that it has to be a tragic moment that's being called a massacre. We had the Wilmington Massacre happen back almost 100 years ago. And as I pause for a moment, I think of the magnitude of the massacre that happened because people who founded the same Emmanuel AME Church stood up for their rights. And I think of the magnitude of the work that Clementa Pinckney, Senator Clementa Pinckney, did by taking bill after bill after bill into the South Carolina General Assembly to uplift our people in particular, Gullah Geechis, to honor our legacy and our tradition, our heritage, to be able to help our people stay on their land. This was a true leader. This is a true man. And I say this because I knew the man myself, not just in passing, but in working. And he truly was one of God's servants here in the vineyard. So the fact that the last thing that we know him to do was to be teaching the Word of God from a Bible in the church seems like he fulfilled the journey, the mission that God had him here to do. And so now, My tears have stopped flowing because the thoughts have come instead that said, now the point is you all had Clementa for 41 years. You had several others who passed on for well beyond that. The thing is, what will you do to make sure their living was not in vain? Look at their lives. What is it that can be replicated to make sure that their living has not been in vain. Here it is that many people are hearing little blips here and there, depending on what news media you are taking in tonight. You may not have heard the full story, the magnitude of the story here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, in Charleston, the city of Charleston, South Carolina, here to really under and understand where we are talking about. Charleston is nicknamed the Holy City. So there are a multiplicity of churches throughout the peninsula. Then was also Charlestown, founded in 1670, and was the major number one auction block for enslavement of African people in North America. Here it is that during the time of chattel enslavement, Mother Emmanuel is founded. The founding of this goes all the way back to the 1700s and connects with Richard Allen of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, who founded the Free African Society. And he followed John Wesley's principles as a Methodist. So he followed the doctrines of Methodism. And in 1816, the Gullah Geechee members 
of the Charleston Methodist Episcopal Church came out from the Anglo members because of a dispute over Morris Brown, who if you've been watching the news or you were in Charleston today, you know that there was a prayer vigil led by Reverend Darby, who I've worked with on the International African American Museum Board. Reverend Darby, Pastor Darby, who was also involved with the NAACP, held a vigil there that was broadcast, and that is Morris Brown AME Church, named after Morris Brown. Now, the Reverend Morris Brown organized a church of persons of color and sought to have it affiliated with Reverend Allen's church in Philadelphia. Three churches came up under the Free African Society and were named the Bethel Circuit. One of the circuit churches was located in Ansonboro, Hampstead, and Kyle Alley now known as Philadelphia Alley, in the French Quarter of Charleston. Emmanuel's congregation grew out of the Hampstead Church, which was at Reed and Hanover Street downtown. In 1822, Denmark Vesey, Jack, they were Gullah Geechee anointed spirits that planned to be the largest uprising against enslavement to ever take place in North America. They had meetings that happened during their prayer meetings. And here it was that someone started leaking information of the fact that too many of us were gathering, became suspicious. So the church got investigated in 1822. And here it is that when it was found out that part of the meetings was actually over human rights, it was over freedom, it was over breaking out against a crime against humanity. People were dragged out to church. People had been beaten. There were other churches where disruptions had been done, where Anglo people had beaten the black people, the Gullah Geechee people, to try to stop them from planning together. In this case, they killed Denmark V.C. and Gullah Jack and the other leaders. Even skinned and made wallets out of people's skin. You would say that's psychotic. Well, I would say to you, that was 1822. What do you think of someone coming in in 2015, sitting down in this building that had to end up being rebuilt because after they finished killing Denmark, V.C., and Gullah Jack and the others, that they actually burned down the church to try to make the congregation disperse that remained. That then... They wouldn't have no place to gather, they thought. But what would you think when I said by 1834, people had rebuilt that church? That church has stood ever since. And they had outlawed the black church, even to try to prevent it. But the congregation continued worshiping underground at the point that they made it a law for it to be illegal for us to have a church 
and the gathering. So for 31 years, the congregation of Emmanuel AME went to various places underground and still had their meetings, still worshipped, still gathered together. And so it was a two-story church built right where this Charleston massacre happened last night in 1872 when it came out from underground again. That one was destroyed by the earthquake of 1886, August 31st. If you go through the city of Charleston and you sometimes see these circles on the side of buildings, metal circles that look almost like a breast, it has a little notch sticking out, those are earthquake bolts sticking through buildings because when they rebuilt buildings, they wanted to make sure that if an earthquake ever happened again, the building could still stand. And so the present church where this massacre happened last night, the actual building itself, and said the other buildings that were on that property, was completed in 1891. 1891. Now listen to the length of the continuation of this congregation and how long they stood. So I say to you again, if we go back to 1822 and we listen to this killing people, dragging them out the church, beating them, burning the church down, and say that's psychotic. Or what do we say for 2015 for someone to come in an edifice that stood since 1891, sit with the congregation that is yet there, still standing, still standing as the army of Christ, and sit with them for an hour, listening to them discuss scripture, and then you shoot them, you murder them, you reload your gun, you shoot again. And you tell one woman that you're going to let her live so that she can go out and you're going to let her go so she can tell people why you did this. And your justification is that somehow Black people are a problem that needs to be eliminated. How psychotic is that? The people whose blood, sweat, and tears built not only Charlestown, but built the infrastructure of what is America, you say they are the problem. And somehow some demonic energy tells you it is your duty to exterminate and eliminate them. So you massacre nine people. And an angel put its wings around a five-year-old and led that baby in the heart, made that baby quiet and played dead. Child yet lives. This sister yet lives. They could tell the description to the T of what this psychotic individual wore. The church had cameras that were able to give us photographic evidence of who he is. And fortunately, the police departments and their accompanying agencies throughout the Carolinas worked together, and he was captured three and a half hours away from Charleston in North Carolina. His capture helps relieve some hearts and minds because they said, well, at least he's not on the street to shoot and kill other people. 
but my heart and mind is still troubled because there are too many people that may think like he does. And we pray right now against any demonic spirit that has anyone thinking like he does, that has anyone considering duplicating what he has done. We pray that the name Holy City is what people will continue to recall, that people will call on the Holy Spirit, the angels and all, to again land and descend upon Charleston and be on every block. Let us take back every block with positive energy, with upliftment, with unification, with love and with peace. I am personally moved by this entire thing, not just because these are native Kalagichis who have been murdered, but several people on this list, as I saw photographs come up, I've seen them before. And Clementa Pinkney and I have worked together. And the family's names, I know these names. And so it is a personal tragedy. I'm picturing the last time I was inside Emmanuel AME and how it looked inside, the power and the energy that was there from meeting after meeting, worship service after worship service, where we gathered. And now people lay flowers outside. And I'm sure when they enter back in, they'll lay flowers within. And I continue to pray for my Charleston family. Because as we talked about, we discussed over the last couple of weeks that I've been there, we've talked about the various medical issues people are already enduring and suffering with because of an onslaught of environmental injustice. And now to have that compoundedness of a horrific massacre in the heart of the city is not easy. But I pray to God that in the future, if any of us or when any of us have to go, that God would let us die easy. When it's time to go, let us die easy. This is in no way easy. So prayer vigils have gone on today. There's a speak-out vigil going on right now in the center of the city. There are going to be more prayer vigils going on. I've gotten emails from churches and supporters of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and supporters of the Gullah Geechee Nation from Florida and from other parts of the world, from West Africa, from Barbados, from Jamaica, from various places, all day long as people awoke to receive this horrible news that I received that caused me not to be able to sleep. The blessing was when I screamed last night with the shock of hearing come across MSNBC that nine were dead where Facebook had a message that nine people were shocked. Being shot doesn't mean you're dead to hear nine were dead. When I screamed, my voice that had been struggling to get back because of a horrible reaction to something that I ate 
in North Charleston last Friday was just almost there, came back after that. And I believe in divine order, and I believe it needed to be back at this moment to be able to talk, to tell people that this moment for us is painful for all of the Gullah Geechee Nation. It's painful especially for all of us who are close to people who passed in this tragedy. But we also know that because they were Christian people, I am sure they believed that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And so I pray their presence is with the Lord. I pray that their presence now in the realm of the ancestors yet walks the streets of Charleston and heals it. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that we are all touched by the blood that had to be let to make us wake up to say you shouldn't hate other people because they're different from you. You shouldn't hate other people because their skin is a different tone than yours. Okay, crack your teeth like this, crack your teeth like this, tall tall. Pray that all of those who were here in this city at the International Symposium on Society and Resource Management can recall all of these blessed things you've learned all week, that your journey won't be tainted and destroyed by this incident, by one demonic spirit, but that you will recall the blessedness that you felt in Charleston this week, especially from the Gullah Geechis, with all that was shared from our spirits to yours. I pray for all the visitors that were in the city, that you continue to pray for us and that you continue to pray for our circle to continue to even get bigger and bigger of those uniting against these crimes against humanity, against this type of racial injustice, against what is called in U.S. justice system hate crimes. There are so many things that have yet to be told situation in this incident, but I wanted to make sure that in the midst of a month that we normally would celebrate black music, that I took the time to come on the air to just share right now my thoughts, my feelings, the heart of my people here in the Gullah Geechee Nation that's being shared with me consistently over and over got numerous tweets and retweets at Gullah Geechee today. Numerous postings at Gullah Geechee Nation and we'll continue to post at Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page so that people will be able to keep abreast of what all is transpiring. And there is a fund that has been started by someone else I've worked shoulder to shoulder with Mayor Joseph P. Riley of Charleston announced today during a press conference that they do have the HOPE Fund for Emmanuel AME that was started with $5,000 from the city of Charleston. As soon as we have the link for the HOPE Fund, we will be posting that 
on Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. We will be tweeting that, and we will be asking everyone to donate to this fund to help support the families of the nine people that were murdered in what is now being called the Charleston Massacre. Been mine. Clementa, Vic, Clementa Pinckney is a victim, but he was also a voice. He was a voice. He was a voice for our people. He was a voice out of Ridgeland, South Carolina, a native Gullah He has preached in Bluffton, South Carolina, and Ridgeland, South Carolina, as pastor, and in Charleston itself. He has been a voice for our community on the floor of the General Assembly. He has been a voice of reason that expressed to people how love was the only thing that, as Marvin Gaye also said, would conquer hate. And so may we keep his words that that voice spoke, that beautiful baritone voice spoke that calm, gentle spirit that we had with us just for a little while. May we now take on what he can take on and be the voices. May we be a unified voice for peace. In this international decade of people of African descent, I think we owe it to the nine people whose blood was spilt in Emanuel AME Church on Calhoun Street in Charleston, South Carolina, in the Gullah Geechee Nation on June the 17th, 2015. I think we owe this to Denmark Vesey and Gullah Jack and the many others whose blood was spilled on July the 2nd, 1822. I believe we owe this to the people of Ansonboro that shouted, and prayed and built up this area that made sure that they would have a Mother Emanuel standing all these years. I believe we owe it to them. Speak out. Speak together. Speak life into one another. You will have what you say. You will have what you say. You will have what you say. I speak life to my people of Charleston. I speak life to my Gullah Geechee people. Wanna chill and hold on, just leave while longer. Everything quite be alright for true. And no trouble not last always. So stay a prayer. Stay together. Walk together, Chilla. Don't you get weary. Great camp still a meet. If we found a slap. Even with the holy civility. And so I thank everyone who has been in touch in various ways. I know we have some people here in the chat room tonight. I know there are many of you that download and listen to this on your tablets and pads at a later time. So if you want to share a message with the Gullah Geechee family, with the families of those nine of our people, you can email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. G-U-L-L. G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. But I will also open the phone lines in the event that any of my Charleston family is out there listening and you want to call in, 
and say a few words, or if you're there in the park right now, in the in the square right now, at the vigil, and you want to call in, you're welcome to do so at three four seven three two four three nine zero three three four seven three two four three nine zero three. One of the things that I do encourage us to do is to not let any of these nine peoples living have been in vain. As I read the list to you earlier, you see that they were all active and they were proactive. Many people have been all over the national media today being reactionary. And we've seen this reactionariness over and over again. And as soon as all of the national media leaves, people go back to the way things were. I'm still here. I've been here. I ain't acquiring no way. Tall, tall. And I need you to know that we are always working diligently here in the Gullah Geechee Nation as the leaders, the Wisdom Circle Council of Elders, the Assembly of Representatives, which is why we've been in Charleston for the last week doing discussions on what the conditions were. I just cannot believe that now for my United Nations report that I was going to have to write that I'm going to say that in the midst of doing focus groups and surveys, I had to just stop and pray because I got the most horrific story, the most horrific report, the most horrific statement I'd ever heard in my life that nine of my people have been shot in the church. So this doesn't mean don't go to church. The church is you. We are the synagogue. Wherever we gather in the bush over the brush over the praise house, in the circle together, we are one. Let us remain one. We be Gullah Geechee anointed people. Do not let anybody else's doctrines and their their psychotic thoughts now govern the way in which we act nor the way in which we react. But let us be proactive in the way that we live and let us uplift one another every day. Learn more about our culture, our traditions, and you would know God is always the foundation and the family then is built on it. And so that is what we have to return to old landmark on that foundation. And I pray that you would do this tonight. And so... I think right now on Scripture that says, Lead not to thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. I love the book of Proverbs, and I feel like that's the only thing I can draw on at this moment, is to know that there is a path that we all will lead away from this to a situation that will uplift us, a situation that will bring us more together, a situation that will unite us all. And that's not just for Gullah Geechis, but that is for all the people of the world who are fighting for human rights, that we will realize and recognize that there are still these dynamics that if we do not talk about these racial issues, these racial hate, that we will not heal from it be covered up, it becomes explosive, and we see the results. 
of such an explosion. May we never live to hear or see any such thing like this again anywhere in the world. So let us stay united. Let us continue to walk, work together and pray together, Chilla. Because I know that this is what Reverend Clementa Pinckney, Reverend Sharonda Coleman Singleton, Librarian Cynthia Hurd, Brother Tawanza Saunders, Sister Myra Thompson, Sister and Sexton, Mother Ethel Lee Lance, Mother Susie Jackson, Pastor Daniel L. Simmons, Reverend Payne Middleton doctor would want us to do so that their living would not have been in vain. I thank you all for tuning in to this special broadcast that truly is about the sounds of mourning, but we are still standing here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. We're standing together. We're holding hands. We're in the circle just as those who started out with the first praise meeting for former Mother Manuel, been in the circle, trying together, shouting and things like that. That is your team. We quite build up a church right here. We quite be here on and on. So even now the rest of them will cross over now. They still look down for we bless them. And we cross it. May God hold them at the end of the journey. So thank you, thank you, family around the world, for all of your condolences, all of your prayers, all of your blessings. We will keep you posted on what is happening here in the midst of it all in the Gullah Geechee Nation. This is Queen Quet, Chiefess and Head by the Body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. And I thank you for joining me tonight for this special broadcast of We Show, Gullah Geechee, Rhythm, Radio. My prayers are with you. Peace and blessings in your journey. And never stop praying. Pray on. Pray on. Pray on.